I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. The third Monday in January marks Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and as I worked with James from Balancing Life's Issues, our DEIB director, which stands for diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, I thought to myself, why do we celebrate MLK Day in January? Well, some quick Googling, find a reputable source, thekingcenter.org. Aha! Turns out it was legislation introduced days after his murder that took until 1983 to become law. Signed by President Ronald Reagan, amongst controversy because he didn't want to do it. ...today creating a national holiday honoring Martin Luther King. The White House staged an impressive ceremony today, the president and Dr. King's widow walking into the Rose Garden together in an effort to spruce up Mr. Reagan's tattered civil rights image. The president signed the bill, which he had so strongly opposed, making Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday a national holiday. And he delivered remarks before some 200 invited guests, which, while not quite calling Dr. King a great American, were designed to honor him. In 1968, Martin Luther King was gunned down. Ah, there's your answer to why January. It's his birthday. And fun fact, you know the song Happy Birthday by Stevie Wonder? Well, turns out that was composed for the campaign that helped bring attention to the legislation. That song hits different now, doesn't it? And aside from the KingCenter.org being an extremely valuable resource about the life and teachings of Dr. King, it's incredible to read about the programming and their message that this holiday is really about everyone in our society. And that is what James would like to remind us all about, not just today, but every day. My name is James Francis, and I'm the DEI and B director here at Balancing Life Issues. And it's once again, the top of the year. I find myself reflecting um, not only on the life and times and message of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., but also his dream. And asking myself, has this dream become one that has been deferred? You know, I feel that as a society should certainly move towards continuing to move the needle to become a more equitable and caring society. That was Dr. King's dream. And as a proud father of two beautiful, intelligent Black girls, I began to wonder what their feelings were. Even at 11 years old, what came out was, Dad, we all have a lot of work to do. And that's important. This is a way when speaking to younger people or speaking to a different generation, it's going to give you a different form of inspiration, a different perspective. And that's really the lens that I truly need it. We can certainly do other things to continue this message about Dr. King. One of them is certainly a virtual volunteer program. No matter where you are in the country, no matter what time you have, it's flexible. The ideas of letters against isolation for senior citizens, for those who are veterans of this great country. And lastly, signing up to read references of Dr. King reading quotes, reading age-appropriate books, all of these things can be done. And my challenge to not only yourself, but to me, continue to do these things 
on a progressive basis, not just January, not just February, but on a continual basis. That is how we impact and inspire change. I want to read this quote. We must accept finite disappointment, but never lose infinite hope. Never losing hope. Although Dr. King was murdered years ago, these words are still relevant today with the things that tend to go on in our society at times. We are certainly making progress, but let's make sure that the dream has certainly not been deferred. Let's all take actions and steps to continue this dream for everyone in our society, for everyone. Thank you. Thank you.